All loans are subject to underwriting approval. Uh, certain restrictions apply. Call for details. This is not an advertisement to lend. This is just an informational session about the interest rate market. Hey everyone, uh, welcome to another episode of My Mortgage Guy. Uh, my name is Jesse. I'm sitting here with Nick, our expert mortgage lender. And today we're going to be talking about rates. Uh, and Nick, just give us a quick background of like how rates really influence uh, a loan. What's up, Jesse? Um, <laughs> so this is coming in hot, hot today. Yeah, so coming in is... hot. So we had to do a little disclaimer at the beginning, but yeah. basically this this episode's about your interest rates. Um, your rate, which is short term for interest rate, is what you're paying back to the bank, the the profit the bank is making off lending you the money up front for the loan. Mm. Um, it's the basis of all your, you know, your mortgage payment, your principal and interest payment. You're paying back the principal, which is the actual loan, mm. plus the interest payment um, that goes along with it. And that's how the bank makes money in the end. So okay. um, it's probably the most important thing when you're uh, when you're shopping around or looking for pricing or looking for monthly payments. Your rate is what your actual, you know, what your payment will be in the future. Now, I mean, people are shopping around for rates, of course. They're shopping around lenders. Can rates differ from each lender, or is it just like straight across the board? Nope. The rate rates definitely uh, are different between each lender. Each lender has their own formula for where they get their rates from. Um, that formula is based on, uh, A, the actual market. So the, the rates are based in a marketplace system, just like the stock market. They go up and down. They're sold to investors. Um, if there's more demand for rates, the rates, they work inversely. So if there's more demand, the rates could be lower. If there's less demand, the rates could go higher over time. Um, they're also tied in with the government with the 10-year treasury bond. They're linked there. Uh, this stuff is a little inside baseball, but essentially everybody has their own different way of, of supplying you with their, their interest rates. Mm-hmm. Um, within the interest rate that is offered to you and e- that differs between each bank and each or each lender, um, that rate, is where the lender makes money. So there's the profit margin in that rate. So they'll use the proceeds from uh, the loan, from the actual rates that they're getting, to pay their staff, pay underwriting, uh, keep the loan going, and and collect that that interest over time to make that profit that they're coming back at. So like I said, everyone is a little bit different. Mm -hmm. Um, You'll probably see if you have like a, you know, a standard loan, you're going to see this uh, the same range everywhere you go, but you can definitely see changes slightly up and down no matter what bank you're at. And so why do they go up and down or how actually, yeah, what makes it go up and what makes it drop? Yeah, so the, the, the economy as a whole makes the rates move, the okay. whole market move. So we're not going to get specific into each bank and the differences between each, but the actual economy makes makes everything move. So uh, right now we're in a co- we're you know we're in the throes of COVID. Yeah. Um. There's a lot of things that go into the rate. Uh, the uh, Federal Reserve is buying mortgage-backed securities, so it's not just the open market. So the the essentially the government's buying securities to prop up the market, which means that they're um, they're 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 forcing rates to go lower. So they're throwing so much money into the market that rates are going lower. Um, if the economy gets better and things move up and, and the stock market goes up, people will take money out of rates, out of their mortgage bonds, essentially. These are right. bonds, so they're the safer investment than the um, than the stock market because you're guaranteed this payment back, quote-unquote guaranteed, like things could go wrong. But uh, you're guaranteed this 3%, 2.57, whatever the rate is, you guarantee that payment back. Um, 
But if the economy starts getting better, people will take their money out of there and they'll put their money in the stock market. Stock market goes up. The the bond market will have to increase their rates to get people to to reinvest with them. So oh. it's like an inverse. It's it sounds very complicated, but essentially it's pretty much inverse. The the market gets better. The, the only way you're going to buy a bond is if you get a bigger interest uh, payment from it. So that's interesting. I didn't realize yeah. how many parties were involved. There's in the a, race. yeah. There's a ton. There's a ton. Um, so anything can really influence it for the most part. Correct. Yeah, and and they get changed. I mean, it's changed minute by minute. You may not see it. You may not think. You may think it's all the same. Like today's, you, I could quote you a rate of three percent, and then tomorrow could be three percent. But in that, in the two different day period, the bank could win or lose. You know, we could have. A difference of a couple thousand dollars in profit just for you individually. So there's a lot of moving parts, a lot of things going on that are uh, that that are behind the scenes that you really don't see. But that's where rates are pretty much stemming from. All right, and, and of course, given my background of of being in uh, uh, mortgages a few years ago, uh, obviously I know that rates can lock on a particular loan. So can you just like reflect more on that? Obviously, what is a rate lock? I'm assuming it just means you can. Yeah, Lock you're locked in. What you so, have, and yep. So once you once you start the loan process, either if you're refinancing or if you're buying a house, um, there's the lock period. So be, essentially, what you're doing is you're saying, "This is my rate. I'm going to keep this rate for the next for the entire length of the time uh, it takes you to get officially approved by the bank." So an average, you can do a 15 day lock, a 30 day lock, a 45 and a 60 day lock. Those are the normal terms. Times so essentially from the beginning of the process till the end your rate stays the same the the more the mortgage market can go up and down during that time and mine stays the same yours there. is the same you are protected against that when can I first lock my rate in like do I have to you, you have to have a house yeah. so you have to be in a contract I have to have an offer accepted offer accepted you have to have a uh, yep. okay um, the the um, at that point the clock's ticking for you to get approved and for you to close on the house so there's a timeline set that's why you need to have an actual um uh you have to have an address in the system mm-hmm. for a house or if you're refinancing it tell us but that that system is working throughout the whole time so and, and for the majority should i lock in my rate like right away when it comes in i mean that's really up to you and depends on the market like every every case is different um if you most of the time you will lock in right away uh, because essentially you don't want that rate to go up. The, the long, so we're just nervous of the rates going up. Exactly. You don't have to lock in at any point until, I mean, until you're ready to close, like a week or two before you're ready to close. But you're gambling. So if you have a 35-day period from when you sign the contract until when you close, in that 35-day period, anything can happen. So, for example, yeah. last February, if you signed your contract on February 15th, and your closing was March 20th, that 35-day period, COVID swept through the whole country. Mm-hmm. The rate and the interest rate market totally melted down completely. There was mass chaos. Rates one day would be 5%. The next day would be 3.25%. And they were moving without any rhyme or reason because everybody was just chaotic. If you had a rate lock, it wouldn't matter. You would be locked in at that point. Okay. Um, you know, that was a crazy anomaly. Yeah. But you also want to protect yourself. And it all depends on if you, what you think the market's going to do. Your loan officer may give you some ideas. Yeah. I personally don't like to chance other people's money. So I would tell you, you know, the safe bets to lock in. Lock in. But, you know, if you want to roll the dice, you can do that. Seems like I, so I have a dumb question for you. Um, 
I do a 30 day lock. Is that, or can you, is it a 60? Like you said, well, you could do either of them. Say you do a 30 day so lock. So I do a 30 day lock. Um, and I see like 20 days in, the rates are dropping from not even close to what I had or whatever. Right. Can I just like, just wait it out and just let it expire and then. You can't, yeah. So that's a thing you can do. Um, you can break your lock. It costs you money. Oh, it does. Okay, it costs so you money if you relock. So, it, so industry it, standard for uh, at, for us at least, and I don't know every other co- company if it's the same way. But if you break a lock or you cancel your lock, mm-hmm. you have to wait a thirty day a full thirty day period before you can relock into a mortgage. So if you're at okay, so I can't. I can't just like let it unlock. I guess you could say, yeah, yeah we'll relock you, it like the next day. Not the next day. No, you oh, have to wait. You have okay. to wait, or you pay a fee to, to relock it. Um, like exactly. it's a points fee, um, oh, okay. which we'll we'll talk about points later on. But it's it's an extra closing cost to relock it. Sometimes, I mean, it may make sense. Like, in, like I said, back to when COVID first started. Yeah. If I locked you in a five percent and it's three percent, and the fee to pay the difference it's is cheaper than a, yeah, a couple hundred bucks. I mean, be. it's worth it, right? Right. But you don't know. Like a lot of times, it's not going to be that crazy. So okay. Um, usually, too, when people are, are buying a house, if I, I, this is just my personal opinion, is if you can, as long as there's not a huge swing in the market, if you're locking in and you're safeguarding yourself against any movements up or down. And you like the payment that's going to come out of the deal? Like you, you, this is your payment. We're telling you exactly what the principal and interest is going to be. Nothing's really, nothing's going to change in that regard. I would say lock it in, set it, and forget it, and that's your rate because the, the couple bucks you save every month isn't worth the headache of unlocking and then breaking the lock and paying fees and doing everything. So, all right, uh, yeah, that's all the questions I had. Is there anything else that we should know about rates? Yeah, rates are um, they're fluid, so you. you you know, you may get a rate quote today, have a house in mind, the house falls through, and then uh, two months from now you have another house. That rate that you originally had doesn't exist anymore. You're at that next, you know, whatever that day is, you're at that day's rate. So, okay. you know, if you, today's uh, December 18th, right? So you're locked into a rate today, but the house falls through. January 18th, we're at a totally different market. Everything's totally changed. Yeah. So don't... There's people that have come back. Oh, I, you know, I, I had this rate, and now it's gone. It, it stinks, but that's what it is. The market's moving all the time. Um, so that's one thing. Two, you can also buy down your rate mm-hmm. through points. Um, this is a common question we get all the time. Do you want to get into this? I mean, it, we have time. All right, cool. So points <laughs> are percentage points. Yeah. Uh, percent. It's literally percentage points of the total loan amount that you're borrowing. So we use round numbers. You're borrowing $100,000. Your mortgage is going to be $100,000. One point, one percentage point is $1,000. You prepay to get a lower interest rate. So so say your rate is 3% flat. Yeah. For one point, you get, you're going to get to 2.75% for the 30-year you know, fixed, 30-year term. Yeah. You pay $1,000 up front. Now your rate drops to 2.75%. Wow. And that's for 30 years. Most of the time when you do this, you're going to save money in the long term. It's an upfront pain, an upfront um, price to get a long-term gain. Yeah. Um, they haven't been at – points have not been as prevalent in this lower rate market because it's kind of – I mean, unless you really want to get low, it, it if you're under 3%, you're still going to be like – it doesn't matter that much, but in the past, people have you know changed their rates from 
pretty high to, to get it to a, a lower level to get their their payments where they want them every month just by paying a little bit of extra money up front. So okay. those are points, and that goes also into your rate. Um, and then the rest of your rate, now the market moves it. The, you could pay points to get it down. Mm-hmm. But everything else is really based on your um, the type of loan you're doing, the type of house you're buying. So if you're buying a primary residence home and it's a 30-year fixed conventional rate, and uh, you know you're borrowing a certain amount of money. There's all different brackets that that determine your rate. Yep. The more money you borrow seems counterintuitive, but the more money you borrow uh, up to a certain point before it becomes a jumbo loan, the the better your rate will actually be. And the better the better credit you have, that's obviously that's key too. Like if you have an unbelievable credit score yeah. and you're borrowing four hundred thousand dollars, your rate is going to be better than somebody with a mediocre credit score who's borrowing two hundred thousand okay. dollars. Because your credit score determines basically the banks and the way the system works is you're getting rewarded for showing everybody that you can repay on time. You're paying us all back on time. Okay. So that goes into your rate as well. So it's the market is the main engine that drives rates. Mm-hmm. Then it's on a personal level the the small differences between banks uh, are formula. You know, the, every bank has their own formula where the rates come from, and then it's a personal your how much you're borrowing. The type of loan you're doing and your uh, your credit score. Okay, so, so all those a, a lot, uh, it's interesting. So yeah, the market, the banks, and then it's your personal correct. Yeah, it's like a big pie, and every piece of that in. pie, yeah, it, it, it's a uh, they okay. all contribute uh, a different weight to the situation. Interesting. Okay, so basically, do your part to get your yeah your credit score up, and uh, that's just all. Hope for the best with the rest. Right, and that's all you can do. You can only. You can only control yourself, the outside market, the actual mortgage-backed security market. I mean, if you don't have a house now mm-hmm. and things change in three months, there's nothing you can do about that. It is what it is. Like it's, yeah. We would love to say, oh, we'll, we'll lock you in. There used to be products that you could go out and lock in for 90 days, go shop and, and do everything. But those have gone by the wayside with COVID and they're not really uh, doable right now. But mm-hmm. there's st- like, if you just keep your credit great, or, or good and, and stay on top of that. That's really all you can control, just like anything else in life. You can control yourself. And then as you go through and you want to shop around or you see other banks and quotes and stuff, you can always you can always go around to see who has the best rate uh, between um, anybody you're talking to. Okay. And then the market just as itself. That's a whole that's a whole other thing that we don't control. Yeah. Yeah. All I right. mean, seems... I think I answered every question. I don't know. If, if anybody has more questions, you can obviously email and, and or yeah. call or anything. But that's a basic rundown of where your rate comes from, how to get the rate you want, and you know what, what goes into this crazy interest rate market. Right. Uh, I mean, that's a good place to end it. Uh, so as usual, how can people reach out to you if they do have more questions? KashaMortgages.com. C-A-C-C-I-A Mortgages.com. Uh, my email, cell phone, the apply now button's there. Uh, LinkedIn is there as well. Um, yeah. Anyway, there we can. All right. Awesome. Thanks, Nick. Thank you. All right. See you guys.